I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast for the health of it. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. We're going to talk about vitamin D. Now you're thinking to yourself, vitamin D, how much can we cover on vitamin D? You're going to be amazed. I always say that vitamin D is the cheapest insurance policy you'll ever buy. Because most of us are deficient in vitamin D, especially in the winter months. We're going to cover all that. We're going to cover some of the symptoms that vitamin D can cause if you're deficient. And you may not realize that your symptoms are related to a vitamin D deficiency and how easy, in most cases, it is to fix these things. So breakthrough updates you need to know on vitamin D. Vitamin D is a fat-soluble vitamin. Now, here's the thing. It really isn't a vitamin. It's a hormone. But that's okay, just call it a vitamin, don't get, don't get confused here. But it's fat soluble. What that means is it's absorbed in the presence of fat. So one of the things I want you to remember is if you're taking a vitamin D supplement, it's a real good idea to take with something fatty. Now, nuts work real well, avocados work real well, anything that has good fat. Now, if you listen to our shows before, we talk about good fat and bad fat. The good fats would be plant-based fats, whole food uh, fats. If you're doing things like soybean oil, corn oil, canola oil, these are not good fats. These are high in omega-6 fatty acids. Omega-6 fatty acids cause inflammation. I want you to cut back or cut out your omega-6 inflammatory oils, and I want you to increase your good oils. Olive oil might be a good choice. Coconut would be a good choice. But I'd rather see you just get it from food. Eat the whole olive instead of olive oil. Eat the whole avocado instead of avocado oil, nuts. Those are better choices. So vitamin D, uh, again, you want to take it with an oil. But it can be made, you can get it from food, certain foods, we're going to talk about that, but your body can make it after exposure to ultraviolet rays from the sun. So vitamin D exists in several different forms. Each has a different activity. But again, I'm going to make it a little complicated, but the simple thing is take a vitamin D supplement if you're not out in the sun a lot. Some of the forms are relatively inactive in the body, meaning they're there, but they don't do a whole lot. They have limited ability to function as a vitamin. Now, the liver and the kidneys help convert the vitamin D into its active hormone form. The major biological function of vitamin D is to maintain blood levels of calcium and phosphorus. So a lot more it does, but those are two things. Vitamin D aids in absorbing calcium, helping it to form and maintain strong bones. It promotes bone mineralization, along with uh, other vitamins as well. But when I talk about bones, let me go back for a second here. When we talk about bones, people think, well, I need to take calcium. Bones are mostly calcium. Yeah, but if you ever made a cake, mostly flour and sugar, but you got to add a little bit of baking powder, a little baking soda, just a little vanilla, just a touch, and that changes the whole recipe. That's what I want you to think about with vi certain vitamins. You don't need a lot, but without it, nothing else happens. You can't build a bone without calcium, but if, no matter how much calcium you have, you need the vitamin D. The, so it helps with an, uh, uh, building the bones. It works with other vitamins, minerals, and hormones. Without vitamin D, the bone could become thin, uh, thin, brittle, soft, and actually misshapen. Vitamin D prevents rickets in children and something called osteomalacia in adults. Osteomalacia is soft bones, weak bones. Uh, these are skeletal diseases that are defects with weakened bones. Now, exposure to sunlight 
is an important source of vitamin D. The UV rays from the sunlight trigger vitamin D synthesis in the skin. It interacts with actually cholesterol. So the season, the latitude, the time of day, the cloud cover, smog, sunscreens, this all affects the UV exposure. So for example, if you're in Boston, okay, pretty far north, the average amount of sunlight is insufficient to produce vitamin D synthesis from around October, November through January or February. So I would say in the winter months, uh, unless you're taking a vitamin D supplement or you're near the equator, you're not getting enough vitamin D. Now sunscreens with the protector of eight or greater will block the UVB rays from producing vitamin D. So you're a sun worshiper, or you live near the equator, and you're putting on a lot of uh, sunscreen every day, you're not getting your vitamin D. Now, you, uh, the number eight, sunscreen, coconut oil is a number eight. It's not a lot. So just a little bit of covering is gonna prevent the UV rays from creating vitamin D. Vitamin D supplements are often recommended uh, for exclusively breastfed infants because human milk may not contain adequate amounts of vitamin D. So even infants, and I support breastfeeding a million times over, but it may be something you want to add just a little bit of vitamin D to it. Now, it's estimated that over 25 million adults in the U.S. either have or are at risk of developing osteoporosis. And it's a disease characterized by thin bones or fragile bones. It results in increased risk of bone fracture. You've probably heard this, osteoporosis and fractures. But many times, it's a vitamin D deficiency. Many times, uh, you're eating a high acid diet. If you put acid in your body, when acid goes into the body, it has to be neutralized. The body uses calcium as its primary neutralizing agent. So if you put acid in your body, what are acids? How about alcohol, meat, sugar, dairy, coffee, soda, artificial sweeteners, uh, breads, cookies, cakes, donuts, pastas, what most of you are eating right now. Those are acid foods. And the body needs calcium to neutralize the acid. So be careful with that. If you're eating an acid diet, you may be vitamin D deficient, probably are because you're eating a bad diet, and you're losing a lot of calcium. That could lead to osteoporosis. Many times it's not too, much, too little calcium, it's too much acid or not enough vitamin D. And so those are the secrets that nobody tells you about osteoporosis. We've done shows on that. If you go to our website, drjoe.com, uh, we have over 1,000 hours of podcasts, audio and video. So whatever you're looking for, type in the search bar the topic, Hit enter, and chances are you're going to find what you're looking for. We've done articles. We've done shows. If not, then you could send us a question through the website, and we're more than happy to answer it for you. So again, the website is drjoe.com, D-R-J-O-E.com. That's me, Dr. Joe. See my name? Over, my name's over there. There you go. So rickets and osteomalacia, that's weakening of the bones, are recognized as being caused by vitamin D deficiency in people over 75. Uh, oh, actually, over 60 is where it starts kicking in. But even when you're younger, that could become a problem. Now, this was discovered over 75 years ago. So their prevention and the cure was giving people cod liver oil or fish oil. And that uh, was one of the early triumphs in, in nutritional science. I remember being a child, and my grandmother would give me cod liver oil pills. They were yellow. They were kept in a refrigerator. I could remember the taste. But she said, you have to take your cod liver every day. I didn't know why. I was a kid. Now I understand it. It was vitamin D. And she knew this. My grandmother knew this years, years before, science actually proved it. So the requirement for vitamin D has been pegged uh, to a lot of disorders ever since those 75 years ago. Now, having normal storage levels of vitamin D in your body helps keep your bones storing it uh, and may help with preventing osteoporosis. So researchers know that normal bone is constantly being broken down and rebuilt. We call it remodeling. This can happen during menopause a lot because the balance between the two systems is upset uh, and the hormones are off, off upset. This can result in more bones being broken and being broken down 
and not being rebuilt. So when you go through menopause, your hormones change, very important at all stages of life to make sure the vitamin D is normal. Now, the fact that it takes 30 or more years to manifest itself, a vitamin D deficiency, makes it no less a deficiency than something that takes 30 days to develop. So it's easy to understand how long-term deficiency diseases have really never been recognized in the early days of nutritional science because we never thought about it. You have osteoporosis, no one thought, well, gosh, for 30 years you weren't getting vitamin D or you had an acid diet or whatever it is. So nutritional science has come a long way. And I'm really happy that we're living in a time now that we know what causes a lot of problems and what we can do to fix them through nutrition. And this is why nutrition is finally working its way into mainstream uh, media and mainstream medical. There's a huge medical uh, college here uh, in the Atlanta area, I won't say their name, and they've been asking me for years to come teach. Dr. Joe, we don't know this stuff. We need to know this stuff. And the doctors aren't fighting you on it. It's not like they know the secret, they're not sharing it with you. They don't even know it exists. That's why this show is so popular. You know, we do TV, we do radio, and these shows are hugely popular all over the world, especially by doctors and medical facilities because they want to learn this. And that's why it's fun to share it, and I like to share it with you too. So modern methods have come a long way, and we have a better grasp of the relevant physiology. Physiology is how things work. And failing to recognize a slowly developed condition, like vitamin D deficiency, uh, is no longer being justified. We now have the research to say, yes, we understand where this is coming from. So what you're doing today is going to have an impact on your life later on. It has to. So don't think, well, I'm still young. I, I don't have to worry about vitamin D. I have no symptoms. It takes a long time for those symptoms to show up. And when they do, it might be too late. So there are many parts of the body that vitamin D deficiency can affect. Let's discuss some of those illnesses that might be linked to vitamin D deficiency. So today, it's well established that besides playing a critical role in the establishment and maintenance of calcium in the body, the active form of vitamin D also acts as an effective regulator of cell growth, differentiation, how the cells change, in a number of different cell types, including cancer cells. This is something, like I said, it's the cheapest form of insurance you'll ever have. Now, laboratory and animal studies have shown, uh, and there's research going on, that suggests that vitamin D may be protect protective against some cancers. Again, folks, there's no reason why you shouldn't be taking vitamin D every day. 5,000 international units a day is what I recommend. On our website, drjoe.com, we have something called Dr. Joe's Vitamin D. Five drops of vitamin D a day. That's all you need. It's a very inexpensive uh, form. Now, we can test the vitamin D levels in our office. We can do a micronutrient test. And we can test not only vitamin D, but we can test a bunch of other nutrients to see if you're deficient. And if you are, we can customize plans for you. Now, we put together plans for our patients all the time. We'll do it for you, too, if you'd like. A specific plan. If we got to dig a little deeper, we can do things like the micronutrient test. We can do hormone panels. We can test specifically uh, what we're looking for, food allergy testing. And if we do find a vitamin D deficiency, which we do a lot, then we're going to recommend the vitamin D. Now, unless you're out in the sun at least 15 or 20 minutes a day with at least your face and arms exposed, you're not going to get enough vitamin D. Also, if you go out in the sun, let's say you work in a garden, you go for a walk, you get your vitamin D, your sun hits you, you, you feel great, you go home and shower. You just wash it all away. Because the UVB rays interact with cholesterol, and that's why when you're in the sun, you get a little greasiness to your skin. That's the vitamin D forming. So if you jump in the shower right away, you're washing it all away. So what I recommend you do is when you're out in the sun, leave it on for at least 12 hours. Don't go showering right away. You're not going to get the effects. 
So clinical studies have now shown that vitamin D deficiency can be associated with the four most common cancers, breast, prostate, colon, and skin. Why not get those vitamin D levels where they need to be? Vitamin D deficiency has been associated with insulin deficiency and insulin resistance. We did shows on uh, diabetes. It's on the website, drjoe.com. Vitamin D is all part of this mechanism to make sure we're getting that right. Now, in fact, it's been shown that vitamin D deficiency is likely to be a major factor in the development of type 1 diabetes in children. Wow. That's crazy. There should be such a simple, that there's such a simple fix. Something that's so inexpensive, so life-changing is diabetes, and all we have to do is make sure the mother's uh, vitamin D levels are normal and the baby's vitamin D levels are normal as well. So insulin resistance, type 2 diabetes, is also one of the major factors not only leading to cancers that we just talked about, but also in the number one killer in the United States, which is what? Heart disease. Northern countries have higher levels of heart disease and more heart attacks occur in winter months. A lot of it, I believe, is related to vitamin D deficiency. Even the flu, colds, where is it worse? Farther north. As we get closer and closer to the equator, where there's more and more sunlight, we have less and less cases of colds and flu. And along the equator, very seldom to even hear about it. A lot of that, I believe, has to do with sunlight and vitamin D. Now, the progression of degenerative arthritis in the knee and the hip is faster in people with lower vitamin D concentrations. Folks, I'm a chiropractor. I see degeneration all the time. Osteoarthritis, or joint degeneration, is always mechanical. What that means are bones are out of place rubbing up against each other. So we very simply, from a chiropractic standpoint, realign the joint. That's great. It's amazing. Miracles happen every day in our offices. I've been in practice 36 years. I've missed a half a day of work in 36 years. Patients come from all over the world to come see us. In the Atlanta area, we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb. Patients come from everywhere. Doctors send their patients to us all the time. Workers' comp cases, we get those all the time. We don't know what else to do. We're stuck. And workers' comp can go on forever. So they want to find a, a cure very quickly or a re resolution to the problem. So workers' comp companies will send us their tough cases. They'll even bring uh, uh, insurance adjusters with them and say, what are you going to do for this patient? We want to limit the cost of what we have to pay. And I'll tell them what we do. They're like, okay, let's do it. But when you see hip joint degeneration or spinal degeneration, we can put the bones back in place. But if you have a vitamin D deficiency, the degeneration can progress. Not as quickly, but if we get the vitamin D levels normal, in many times we get better results. Infertility is associated with low vitamin D. Premenstrual syndrome, in many cases, have been completely reversed with the addition of calcium, magnesium, and vitamin D. So the activated vit vitamin D in the adrenal glands regulates uh, tyrosine. Now, this rate-limiting enzyme is necessary for the production of dopamine, epinephrine, norepinephrine. These are chemicals in the brain that make the brain work, give you pleasure, and also give you energy. So the vitamin D goes into the adrenal glands, which helps regulate the production of the neurotransmitters. Now, low vitamin D can contribute to chronic fatigue and depression. Uh, SAD, seasonal affective disorder, the SAD disease we get in the winter, we're not getting enough sun. And it's been successfully treated in many cases with vitamin D. Again, I can't stress enough how easy it is to fix many cases if it is a vitamin D. Now, you may have other issues causing it, but it's a vitamin D deficiency so easy to fix in most cases. And on our website, drjoe.com, we have Dr. Joe's vitamin D. We also add vitamin K2 to it as well, and that helps with bone growth as well. That's a whole other lecture. We'll give that another time. So what other problems can be associated with vitamin D deficiency? Multiple sclerosis, Sjogren's syndrome, uh, rheumatoid arthritis, thyroid problems, uh, Crohn's disease have all been linked to low vitamin D levels. 
Not always, but in many cases. So why not take the vitamin D? It's such a simple fix. Vitamin D deficiency has been linked to obesity. Vitamin D has recently been shown to lower something called leptin. Now, if you listen to my shows in the past, we've talked about leptin. Leptin is a hormone produced by fat cells and in the stomach, and it's involved in weight. So if the leptin isn't where it needs to be, weight regulation can be off. Weight, leptin is released by the stomach and the fat cells, goes into the hypothalamus in the brain, and the hypothalamus says, I feel full. Yay, hypothalamus is happy. If we don't produce the right amount of leptin or the body becomes resistant to leptin, that's a whole nother show on weight loss, you can stay hungry all the time. Many times overweight people are always hungry and that's why they're overweight. If we can balance out that leptin production, many times that helps the hypothalamus say, I feel full. Now what happens is the hormone signals the brain when the fat cells are full, but exactly how the hormone controls weight gain, not totally clear, but it has to do with the hypothalamus. Additionally, obesity by itself probably further worsens the vitamin D deficiency due to the decreased availability of the vitamin D from the skin and the dietary sources because it gets deposited in the fat cells. Remember, we started about 20 minutes ago and we said vitamin D is fat soluble. And so what happens is if you, if you have a lot of fat cells, the vitamin D can be absorbed or dissolved in your fat cells. It's not utilized. So again, if you're overweight, another reason to come see us so we can do some testing on you to measure that vitamin D level. If you don't get it tested with us, anytime you get a blood test, anytime, I want you getting your vitamin D levels checked. That should be standard. Years ago, I talked about homocysteine levels for cholesterol buildup. Now it's standard in blood tests. I talked about vitamin D 30, 40 years ago. Now it's becoming standard in blood tests. But if it's not in your test, make sure you get your vitamin D levels checked. Now, vitamin D deficiency has been clearly linked to something called syndrome X. Now, this refers to specifically a group of health problems that include insulin resistance, type 2 diabetes, abnormal blood fats, elevated cholesterol, triglycerides, being overweight, and high blood pressure. Again, it's linked to a lot of things. Steroids like prednisone are often prescribed to reduce inflammation for a variety of medical conditions. These medicines may be essential for a person's medical treatment but they have potential side effects. Again, drugs have side effects. I'm not against drugs, please understand that. If you need drugs, I want you to take drugs. But we wanna mitigate the damage by making sure you have a good diet. So some of the problems with uh, prednisone or steroids include decreased calcium absorption. Now there's some evidence that steroids may also impair vitamin D metabolism, back to vitamin D again, further contributing to the loss of bone and the development of osteoporosis associated with steroid medications. So many times you take steroids for a long time, you develop osteoporosis because it may be affecting calcium and vitamin D. Now for these reasons, individuals on chronic steroid therapy should talk to people like us about the need to increase their vitamin D intake through your diet or through vitamin supplements, which is the way I prefer it because not a lot of foods have vitamin D in them. And here's the thing, a lot of foods like milk fortified with vitamin D and you think, well, I'm drinking milk, I'm gonna get my vitamin D. The vitamin D they often use to fortify is vitamin D2. Vitamin D2 is the synthetic version of vitamin D3. Vitamin D2 has to be converted into vitamin D3. And it's not very efficient sometimes. So why would you wanna take something that has to be converted or you can just take the thing that it's converted into, which is vitamin D3. So this is the problem I have with a lot of prescriptions of vitamin D2. We're going to give you 50,000 international units of vitamin D2 once a week. A couple of problems with that. Number one, you can only absorb so much of anything. 
So I'd rather you take your supplements every day and spread them out. Number two, it's vitamin D2, which has to be converted into D3. So if you don't have a healthy liver, you don't have healthy kidneys, you may not be doing the conversion properly. So I'd much rather see you take the less expensive, more effective treatment, which is vitamin D3. So some recommendations. If you're below five years of age, 35 units per pound per day. So international units, they're called. If you're age five to 10, about 2,500 units a day. For adults, 5,000 international units a day. Pregnant women, absolutely 5,000 international units a day. Again, on Dr. Joe's vitamin D, five drops. Come on, how can I make it easier for you? You're less expensive. You go, bloop, and you're done. And you know, if you do six drops one day, that's fine. If you do 10 drops, that's okay. In fact, if I start feeling under the weather, I'll take 50,000 international units for three days and then go back to my 5,000 international units. I give myself, a, it's like the vitamin D bomb. I give myself a lot of vitamin D, just short term. You don't want to do it long term, but it's a real simple, easy thing you can do. So vitamin D deficiency is incredibly common around the world, but it's been mistakenly believed that people aren't at risk because they consume, like we said, the vitamin D fortified foods like milk. Very few foods have therapeutic levels of vitamin D naturally. Even fortified foods do not contain enough vitamin D to support your health needs. I'll tell you a little story. I was watching a commercial the other day, and they're talking about this drink for kids, right? This, uh, you know, my kid isn't growing fast enough. I'm going to give him this drink. And they said it has uh, omega-3 fatty acids in it, okay? And it had, I don't know what it was, the number. But I recommend about uh, 1,000 milligrams of, 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 the, of, of certain supplements. And when I looked at this, I said, this is a fraction of what it needs of the omega-3s. And so, yes, it has omega-3s, but it has like this much. It's not, gonna, it's not a therapeutic level. So you're a mom. You're watching this commercial. Well, my kids need omega-3s. Dr. Joe said omega-3s are good. I'm going to buy this drink for them. Well, it has artificial sweeteners in it. It has uh, synthetic supplements in it, which I'm not a fan of at all. And the dosage that they were saying is so minuscule. So you're drinking milk, and it says it has vitamin D in it. It's a minuscule amount of vitamin D. And again, probably vitamin D too. It's not going to give you a therapeutic dosage. So... We said that vitamin D is actually a steroid hormone that you obtain primarily through sun exposure, not through your diet. Most dermatologists and other doctors recommend using what? Sunscreen and avoiding the sun before you go outside. Vitamin D deficiency reached truly epidemic proportions around the world because of these recommendations. Now, unfortunately, there is justification for sun avoidance that can reduce risk of skin cancer, but avoiding sun exposure, by doing that, you risk vitamin D deficiency, which it turns out increases your risks of many cancers, including skin cancer. This is why people can sit outside with a lot of sunscreen on and still get, sun, get cancer, and they go, well, I don't understand that. I use sunscreen all the time. How can I get skin cancer? Well, you, probably, you may be vitamin D deficient, and that becomes a problem. Now, we're good, we did a show a long time ago on sunscreens. We're going to do one again in the next couple of months on how to use sunscreen, when to use it. But here's the thing with sunscreen. The safest way to prevent sunburn and skin damage is get out of the sun. So I recommend 10 or 15, maybe 20 minutes out in the sun, as much exposure as you can get. After that, covering up is your best bet. If you've ever been to the Caribbean, if you've ever been near the equator, people don't, the locals don't slather on sunscreen every day. That's a silly tourist. What do they do? They wear long sleeve shirts, long pants, baggy hats, baggy clothes. It'll allow air to flow through, but to avoid the sun. That's how they avoid a lot of the problems. And they laugh at us. If you've ever been on the beach, you're in your bikini or you're in your little trunks, and somebody's walking by a local, and they've got long pants and a long sleeve shirt on and a hat, you're thinking, those people are stupid. They must be sweating. 
No, 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 no. They're protecting themselves against sun damage. So vitamin D can prevent, help prevent against skin cancer as, long as a well as a host of other chronic diseases. So considering the importance of vitamin D for disease prevention, strict sun avoidance has likely gone too far and doing more harm than good. The major problem with sun expo exposure is burning, not the overall exposure. And, it's, it is, and it can affect forms of cancer, skin cancer, like squamous cell or basal cell carcinomas. And those are the most likely form, but it can affect a lot of other diseases as well. Folks, I'm Dr. Joe Esposito. Thanks for tuning in. Tell your friends about the show. Catch you next time. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on WSBRadio.com and on a WSB Radio app. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.